welcome to the fucking show. Happy Pizza Wonder Time. I you know I noticed I put this in the in the descriptions, but I never say it on the show. Uh, is because it's uh why I mean why I named the show the show <laughs> was so that way it could be it's undisputably my show, right? Because the original name was Trauma Bond. And then someone came out with the podcast at the same time, so I like had to completely switch gears. I think the idea for the show was to just talk about <laughs> trauma with like a different person each week or something. I mean, a pretty depressing format. Um, so I don't know what the other person's show is about. I just imagine it's probably that. If not, like that sucked the life out of me a little bit. So I was like, okay, let's make it sound like, I don't know, like a Japanese game show. You know, just... Uh, I guess I pictured me in like a Sailor Moon outfit, just kind of giggling, like, <laughs> Happy Pizza Wonder Time! <laughs> Happy Pizza Wonder Time! And so that's it, you know, Happy Pizza Wonder Time, Out of Future, Wolfgang, Kill Them All, Don't Give a Fuck, Loader Squad, you know where the fuck we at? Edutainment Spectacular. And uh, I think I threw the Edutainment Spectacular on there just to give a little extra stank. And, but I put it in the description all the time. I never really say it. Um, that's not even in the like the the abbreviated version of the show, the HPWT. But it's, I always put something in the, in the description. Uh, and I don't know if anybody reads it, but it's always something like... Um, On today's episode, I hook a couple of jumper cables up to your nipples and shock you with this bit of edutainment. Now, sports talk. Hey everybody, Randy's back, and we're doing a sports talk. We're probably just gonna stick to some NBA news though, because that's all I've really retained this week. Pretend they're playing the piano as well. Uh, the Nuggets advanced to the finals. They won the Western Conference Final Championship, um, beat the Lakers in four, swept them, straight swept them, Swift, Swiffered them right off the court, and um, uh, Jokic got the uh, the MVP, which is no shocker. Of, of you know, of course, this all gets lost lost in the shuffle on ESPN, which is why you, you know I'm here, you mans. Uh, Jokic, um, yeah, I mean, this guy's career, and you look back in 10 years, this dude, uh, should have a very storied career if he stays healthy and avoids controversy, which I don't think is, like, a problem for him. He seems so, God, I don't, I don't want to sound shitty, not, like, robotic, but he's just singularly focused, you know, he's just got, like, a tunnel vision, he only gives a fuck about basketball, and I'm sure, like, his wife or whatever the fuck, whoever he has in his life. Um, like, I don't even think, if you look at him or even hear him talk, like, I can't picture him having too much spice outside of basketball. Like, when he eats, it's like, you know, if he's running down his day, he's like, oh, I start off morning, I make milkshake out of loaf of bread. Then later on, I have, um, I have water soup. And then for dinner, I like to um, get spoonfuls of air. Or like even, 
if he's doing like a press conference, I, I can't picture him having a favorite artist if they asked him. Like, oh, hey, uh, Sports Illustrated wants to know, Nicola, it's, uh, what, what do you listen to to get into the zone in the gym? Well, when I'm shooting or lifting weight, I, I'm i subscribed to 12 Hours Sound Machine on Spotify, and I listen to, you know, 12 Hours of Birds, all different birds. I listen to uh, 12 Hours Lark Bunting, uh, 12 Hours Blue Jay, and then I'll switch over to Bugs, 12 Hours of Bugs. I listen to Crickets, I listen to, you know, Mealworm, them crawling around in mud. I listen to... I listen to to praying mantis. Um, you know, there's lots of uh, species of insect that where the female is the the strong one. So the female, well, uh, well, fucking male uh, mantis will eat his head. So I listen to about twelve hours of head eating. Like everything is just all out on the court for the dude, which is why he's so fucking amazing. But you also know, too, because, I mean, he's, I guarantee you he does not party or, or get fucked up or anything. But you know this dude, like, fucks, too. Because there's an off-season. He's not getting in trouble, okay? He's not uh, doing drugs. He's not out there at the strip club. He's not even, even moving too much distraction. But he fucks, I promise you. What we what Men's Health Magazine would like to know is what do you, how do you how do you have sex, Nicola? Well, uh, I like to use spit over lube. I really like to tear up the the pussy. I have own dungeon downstairs. Consent, of course. We go down there. Um, you know, she lick ball, uh, lick chode, also you know lick ass. I also lick ass, um, suck on nipple, bite, I'll do choke, uh, I'll do role play, I'll be teacher and and I'm very mad and I'm like, oh, you're, you know, you forgot to turn in your homework on time and then she like, there got to be a way out of this and I go, I, I might have a solution for you. I mean, still, there's no true substitution for actual education. I really do wish that you walked in here with five-page essay on the Ottoman Empire and the uh, the Armenian genocide. You know, knowledge is power. And then you know, I I throw her up on chalkboard. You know, we do I do a standing sixty-nine. That's called the Serbian sixty-nine. I even like sometimes pretend to be inanimate object, like my penis is cat and nine tails. Uh, and then, you know, she's going through a field, goes to pick the cat of nine, but it's actually my cock. Uh, so she's having sex with the cat of nine tails, but it's really, I'm playing the character of the cat of nine. It's really my penis is doing the acting here. Uh, I also, we switch roles. I'll be the sub, you know, I, I dominate out on court. I don't want to bring work home. So, you know, tie me up, spit in my mouth, slap me around. I've also built a roller coaster where she will get in roller coaster. The chair have butt plug. There's loop-de-loops. There's uh, twists. There's turns. 
there's dark tunnel where evil clown laugh at you and then when roller coaster stop so she's sitting in front of roller coaster of the sex roller coaster and then she's wearing a strap on and there's a hole in the front of the roller coaster and she's the strap on goes through hole roller coaster stop I'm sitting with Anus out and I am sitting on a miniature tricycle then the roller coaster stop the strap on enters my um my anus and that dustly propels me forward into ball pit filled with flashlight then I blow load then we share uh, my cum like spaghetti noodle in Lady and Tramp motion picture and then we nap and then after the game you know they're doing the press conference and LeBron got people talking uh, because of course he's LeBron this is going to sort of dominate the whole situation which is weird just wait till it's official but whatever uh, he kind of alluded to the fact that he, you know, might retire, or at least it's like on the table, by kind of saying it's not on the table. And also just maybe go no comment either. Because he, he did it in like this long way. Like I hate when people can't just say like, yeah, I might, I might retire. But he's like, you know, when it comes to looking to the future of uh, next season, that's, I really don't know when it comes when we're talking about the game of basketball. What? Well, it's not like we think you're gonna retire from construction. So used so many fucking words to to say nothing, you know. And even basketball is too. That's too short of a what this should be called. I I want to say I'm not even thinking about the future, which is any time beyond this moment that these words are leaving my lips right now about the game uh, in reference to the sport which is the uh, athletic competition of what we as human beings and through um, you know a million plus years of evolution and being able to communicate the way that we do as as a species we thusly call what this thing is with our you know there's a vibration in our in our voice box and then it comes out of the sound reverberates out of our our mouth which is uh our the main eating hole of the head and with that instrument we uh we call it um you know there's a wooden court there's a basket there's a court and uh you know they make it shiny with some kind of urethane i imagine and then there's paint and there's uh and there's metal poles and there's glass and i don't know if you know this they make glass is sometimes when lightning strikes a, a certain kind of sand and also there's a rim and a net which comprises the the basket in its entirety and also there's that orange leather orb it's called the basketball so that's when I, you ask me about retirement. That's all I have. That's what I gotta say. He's got his legacy, though. He'll be fine. You know, people will debate that forever, long after he, you know, he leaves the earth and shit. He, you know, the a lot of the debates are people say like, oh, like the refs favor him or the flopping, which there he did have a really funny flop in game two of that Nugget series. 
where he flopped and he went like <laughs> he flopped like 60 feet away like right into the knee of a guy who uh then spilled like a bunch of mike's hard lemonade on him oh and then there was this i guess uh after <clears throat> the uh fourth game yeah of the heat celtics they finally served uh, Shaquille O'Neal with the like a subpoena or some sort of court order or whatever because they they've been like tracking people down who were sort of endorsing the FTX crypto shit. Which mind you, you you throwing money at me to be like, hey, you say that you love you know uh, put mac and cheese up your ass. I'm fucking, I'll be dancing around in some fucking craft. Okay, I'll be squirting Velveeta, and. He's been dodging him, which I don't know how you're like, where, ah, the Shaq foiled me again. Like, he's pretty easy to find. And they, I think they got to a bunch of other people already. Like, I think Tom Brady was one of them. So they got, they finally found him, which is funny, the fact, like, wondering how he avoided it. You know, it's not like he can uh, crawl underneath a cupboard or, or hide behind the couch or something. So just thinking of him being like in a hotel or just any kind of building, like the whatever arena he's he's at, and uh, them like whoever the the processor is is looking for him, and uh, and they're like, hey, have you seen Shaquille uh, Shaquille O'Neal around here anywhere? And it's Shaquille O'Neal, but he's got like you know like the the Groucho Marx disguise, like. I don't know. I thought I saw him go down that way. I'm just a regular guy. My name is... Hi, nice to meet you. I, I, I'm Nathaniel. Uh, everybody knows me as a good guy, so I... And they would trust me if I said he, he went that way. Uh, or else they don't call me Vanilla Nose Nathaniel for nothing, as, as exhibited by these glasses and this big white nose uh, with a mustache. Also, this is a... This is my red bowl cut here. Uh, good luck in finding him, but I, I gotta go. I, I, I got a bit of a cold. Or like uh, <laughs> him like dressed as a woman, you know, like he's like holding a robe at the top so he's not exposed by the person like looking for him. Oh, uh, I saw him in the lobby uh, earlier. He was uh, he was getting a continental breakfast, I think. You, you might want to catch him. He's pretty fast. He's quick. He's still pretty good after all these years. Uh, almost tried to steal my purse, uh, actually, though. And I got all, all my women's stuff in here. You know, I got, uh, I got my makeup. I got a couple pads. Real, real big pads, as you, as you could tell. I got a heavy flow, and I got a, I got a wide set uh, vagina. I got my vaginas in there, too. I kind of use it as a bit of a, Going purse, or keep my Dave and Buster's power card in there. Uh, what else would a woman? What else would I have? My boyfriend's in there. And they also happened to serve it to him at what was once the FTX arena. So on the nose. That's like if, for some reason, the Hamburglar went back during the daytime to eat at the McDonald's Playhouse with his family, and then they. The, you know, the FBI swoops in there. They come repelling, you know, breaking through the windows. They're like, F fucking get on the ground, motherfucker! 
And then before they are able to put cuffs on him, he starts like beating his wife burglar and his kid burglars. Rubble, 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 rubble. And then the subtitles are like, this is because of you. You've been a rubble, 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 rubble. You've been a burden to me this whole time. Rubble, 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 rubble. You set me up, I know it, you fucking bitch. You better hope when I get out you fucking relocate because I'm going to fucking kill all three of you. And the cops are like, all right, that's enough, cheese boy. Lock him up and throw away the fucking key. You know, someone's got to be there to console wife burglar. So, uh, you know, Grimace slides in. And he's a friend at first, but he's kind of been lurking in the background anyway. Like, he, he didn't have anything to do with the setup, but he didn't not, you know. Like, when they were, uh, you know, kind of tracking the Hamburglar and figuring things out, he pointed his weird little, like, flipper arm thing he has, like, hey, you know. He put one flipper up to his lips, like, shh, and then pointed the other flipper kind of, like, in the direction where he was. Um, yeah, then he, he swoops in, and if you follow the show, you already know, I imagine he sounds like E-40. So he comes in and tries to comfort the wife burglar, you know. Hey, I'm going to come in to help you raise your motherfucking kids. But if you don't want me around, you can just tell me where to go. And then he kind of, <laughs> they start a life together. They move to, you know, Idaho or something. They move to Boise and uh, just living a quiet life. And, you know, Grimace is no longer employed by McDonald's anymore. He's... He's into like invest like an investment firm or something. They're they're together for three years at this point, okay? So the, enough to be comfortable, but you know, the kid burglars are still like, what the fuck happened to our dad? They really won't tell them. I mean, they saw what happened with him getting arrested in the in the play place, but they won't say why, you know. And they resent they resent grimace. They're like rabble 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 rabble. You know, and then the subtitle is like, you're not my real fucking dad. I don't have to listen to you. And then he's like, why don't you go up to your motherfucking room before I beat your ass? And then um, the wife burglar is in the hallway. Like, she got home to surprise Grimace for his birthday because he's been working really hard. Um, And so she came with, like, gifts and desserts and stuff like that. And she's like, wow, I didn't know he was going to talk to my kids like that. He's like, well, I've been really stressed out at motherfucking work. What do you expect me to do? The kids don't even motherfucking have respect. And then she's like, I want you, you know, rubble, 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 rubble. I want you out. You're the same. You and Hamburglar are birds of a feather. Um, and, he, you know, he goes. He, But he 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 acquiesces. You know, he he's like, I fucked up. Like, I'm not going to bring that back to her. And then he drives off in his... Um, you know, his Grimace mobile. <laughs> and, you know, he's looking at the them in the rearview mirror because they step out on the lawn. And it's not like as a goodbye from them. There was like a good riddance, like, we're going to make sure you leave the neighborhood. But he's sad. You know, he's driving away. He's like, bad. I really fucked up bad. And he moves, like, to the East Coast or whatever to live in, uh, to live in Philadelphia <laughs> with, uh, the Philly fanatic for a while just kind of crashing at his apartment or whatever. And he just, it's a downward spiral uh, from there for Grimace. He just, him and uh, the fanatic. Because the fanatic, of course, he's a fanatic. So he's just doing tons of blow and, you know, different uh, different women every night. And 
and you know of course grimace already has like his his weight against him and uh so you add that plus you know you're you're doing stimulants and shit like that like your heart's a ticking time bomb just like look at chris farley look at belushi and that's what happens they have like a crazy night one night after you know the world series or whatever and philly fanatic is like oh fuck what happened last night you know what i mean he's pulling like a dildo out of his uh horn nose thing (laughs) you know panties whatever he's like jesus christ you know never again uh he's like yo grimace you want to go get some fucking you want to go get some of those french toast sticks from burger king grimace grimace he starts like pushing him and then he's cold to the touch and he's no longer purple he's kind of like a he's more of a, like a lilac and then the philip fanatic just kind of just puts his face in his hands he's like fuck and he just kind of caresses grimace's face one last time like where did it all go wrong you know i should have protected you i should have fucking protected you uh and then they lay him the rest, you know what I mean? Like, they got the huge motorcade, and everyone shows out. Um, except for Ronald McDonald, which is very telling. You know, there's something where he... He's always thought he was better than kind of everybody else. So whenever, like, you know, TMZ caught up to him, gong, gong, gong. TMZ caught up with Ronald McDonald today at LAX, and he was not having it. He was not having a big good time. Get the fuck out of my face! Get those cameras out of my fucking face now! For some reason, he sounds like that. I don't know. Um, you know the the honeycomb uh, rodent gives the eulogy, and uh, yeah, and then the Philly fanatic. I mean, he's struggles for a while during the. Uh, during the MLB season, he just was not out there like hamming it up and dancing and doing all of his crazy shit. He only honked his nose twice all year. You know, he only got one <laughs> out of him. And then, you know, management had to pull him aside and be like, dude, do you want some time off? Like, you've just been kind of going. You were like through spring training or whatever. There was really no time. Do you want to take a while? We'll borrow like the fucking. You know the 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 Philadelphia Eagle mascot for a while to fill in, or you know we'll fly in the uh, the Nuggets, whatever the mountain lion guy, <laughs> you know whatever you want. Uh, carte Blanche, you know you've done so much for us. He's like, yeah, you know what? I think I might take advantage. Uh, normally I I don't like missing work, and you know I'm reliable. They're like, we know you're reliable. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I do need some time just to kind of just get everything together, get my bearings back, and then, yeah, give me like a week, you know. It's still early, you know, enough in the season. You guys don't need me yet. Management kind of looks at each other like, okay, it's not like you're you're playing for us, you know, we're being, we are being nice. And like, yeah, yeah, you know, we really need you out there. <laughs> and he goes back home, and he's just like, just overwrought with with the guilt and he ends his life you know he uh he puts the barrel of the gun into his uh into his horn his bugle snout thing and that's it anyways that's how that's like uh (laughs) 
Shaq getting, you know, the process server giving him his fucking papers at FTX Arena. <laughs> oh, yeah, this. So this dude who is like, um, he's in his early 40s, he's like 42, 43, and he's, uh, he's like a tech millionaire or billionaire, What I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. He, um, he's been getting blood transfusions from his 17-year-old son to, like, keep, keep him judged up. So he has a joie de vivre, uh, which is fucking weird. And he calls him his bloody boy. So fucking gross, dude. And there's a picture of them where he's like, the dad is at the forefront because he's, of course, going to make himself at the forefront. And he's holding the vial of his son's blood. And then his son's standing behind him. And they're both not wearing any clothes. They're both like nude. And... Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I want to keep all my tissue, including my penis and balls, you know, you're young and rejuvenated, like, you don't gotta say your penis. Like, ah, yeah, I kind of checked out my son's, uh, my son's cock, I was like, you got some good gas in there. Like, how do you, you're, he had to have gone into having this kid with the intention that he would probably do this one day, just like using him for fucking parts. And of course, that's his dad. So he, you don't know any better, you know. You, you, you're, once you're raised by Doctor Frankenstein, you do things the Doctor Frankenstein way. Fucking, and the thing is, is his face still looks like a fucking catcher's mitt. So it's like I don't understand. Just work out more and don't eat like shit. Stop taking my blood, Dad. Fucking weird dynamic. And now, what if my blood fucking? is gonna be a bummer now because I'm giving it to you so you could get fucking boners. Oh man, I'd be so fucking mad. I would just, while my dad's asleep, I'd slip him a Mickey and then take some of that fucking dick blood out. And then also you have whatever, you know, you GHB him with so you get a nice high, inject that right into your fucking wiener. Watch you get like a huge contusion or whatever and they gotta remove the dick cock amputation for sure sounds like a black metal band <sighs> my dad took my blood and my penis runs dry and then now you're both fucked it's like thanks a lot dad now we get none of this fucking sweet dick blood you took the nectar from both of us now man you want me to end up with that life where I have to pull a fucking robbery from you so I can get half a chub? Definitely a worse dad than Logan Roy. And that show's about to end, and I'm fucking so bummed. If you haven't watched Succession, Succession and Barry are going to be ending on the same night. <clears throat> and if you haven't watched those, there really won't be any spoilers here. I mean, amazing shows, both... Really fucking funny and then like devastating at the same time. Man, I'm really going to miss that show. Uh, shows. And um, yeah, that's, you know, Roman's Roman's recommendations, Succession and Barry. Uh, man, amazing fucking writing. And you know, that's why those these guys are fucking, the Writers Guild is, is striking right now. Because that's where this all comes from. I know they'll add their own elements to it. It's different with Barry because, you know, Bill Hader writes and directs and stars in it. So he's got, you know, a full control over it. 
whereas you know these actors are just the actors, and they'll I think they'll improv some shit here and there. But man, just all fucking amazing, so good for sure. Check check that shit out. Um, man, I wish I had like some sort of like bit teed up a succession bit. I've gone all these years without doing a succession bit. Um, okay, let's do. Let's do a Barry and Succession bit, and it's the characters from both, but they're on um, they're on Love Is Blind. Ah, so Logan, we saw that once you guys were out of the pods, that no ho Hank he uh, he rejected you. Well, clearly he has no taste of fucking cocksucker. Fuck off. And then they interview Hank. Um. Well, frankly, he was just like such a meanie head. I don't understand. So I told him, like, straight up, talk to my fingers, and you are not all that in Bag of Cheeto. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, hey, Barry, uh, you know, you and Shiv seemed to hit it off at first, but then things got sour. Yeah, you know, like, uh, she's, she was, uh, kind of real crabby, and, and she was saying she's gonna tell the, the, the cops about me or, or whatever, so I just, you know, I, I kind of shot her in the in the face. Uh, I tried to carry her downstairs, and I think I hurt my ankle like real bad. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, Kendall, you know you got um, you also got rejected. Yeah, I mean, you know, admittedly, she's not my target demo, so she's gonna rank me a five. If you look at my numbers, I'm a nine point five AF. Look at my portfolio, no cap. Okay, if we get someone in here who is relevant to the market, you get Ice Spice, I get a good score. Hey, uh, Roman Roy, we realized it was you in the pod with your brother Kendall? Yeah, I was in there fucking with him. You know, I, I uh, pretended I was a chick and I was describing like I had really long labia and this fucking dork was fucking the couch. Anyway, yeah, uh, I'm going to go do some ketamine, listen to Kevin Gates, and jack off underneath the chandelier. Talk to you later, dick breath. Hey, Tom Wamsgans, we noticed you didn't pair with anybody in the pods. In fact, we don't think we even cast you on this show. Um, yeah, actually, so I, uh, I came here, I followed Shiv, and, um, I had Barry Berkman kill Shiv. Um, Tom, are, are you gonna want to have, like, that, that thing, um, about Shiv, you know, like, stricken from the record? I, I could, I could stick some guys on the, on the, on the production crew. Greg, let's go. Uh, uh okay, uh, okay, uh, yeah, um, bye, bye, guys. I, I, uh, nice to meet you. Look, if you're casting for next season, Greg. All right, not too good. I gotta work on them, but uh, you know, I'll do a better tribute down the line. And uh, you know, watch those shows immediately as soon as you can. See you in the movies, guys. Hey.